Looking for work, better pay, better work environment? We can help. Call Kelly Jobs today at 502-425-7131 to speak with a recruiter today. Score a better job with us. Call 502-425-7131 or visit kellyjobs.com. That's kellyjobs.com. Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. For the drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now here's Mark Ennis and Biggest Biscuit, also known as Dave Skull. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark and Dave Skull. Phone lines, they are open. Uh, we are soliciting folks' uh, feedback here on uh, Louisville's decision to hang um, a, a compromise banner, I guess. Dave, I'm not trying to be dismissive of it, but it's you know it's not what people want, but it is some kind of acknowledgement. Factually, Louisville played 2013 and did pretty damn well uh, when they did so. I will say this, uh, Dave, about the whole decision and everything. I'm glad that they had the foresight to at least sort of tell everybody now and not let it be... <laughs> yeah, like unveiled. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. they're not going to do like an unveiling or anything. It's just going to be there. And I think it's the right thing to do because when we, if you're going to do this, it's the right thing to do. Because like w- the point is to, to honor those guys. Yeah. And they're like you. We don't need to be having like booing a banner or not having a banner up there or what have you. Something there, and then we've already sort of processed it all by the time that uh, these guys are acknowledged. Because ultimately, this is about acknowledging them and what they did. Yeah. With like the people, and we if we're gonna say like, hey, it happened, it happened. We so can still honor these guys. Who all do you think is gonna be there? Because obviously, Gorgie and Montrez are still in the league. Um. Like Russ and Peyton are, are going to be there probably for sure. And Luke. Like, I wonder if what the status is on Shane and Wayne. You know, like. I wonder if Zach Price will be there. <laughs> he was so complimentary of the team after he left. And, <laughs> Dark Slime probably be there. <laughs> I would, why not? Michael Balfour. You think Henderson I would come will back be there? for every. Tim Henderson got to be there. No, Wichita oh, will be there. What's the point? Yeah. yeah. No, no. He's got to be there. Wichita going to be there. Maybe Kevin Ware? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Don't know where I he's do at right now. I believe I read that he became a citizen, like dual citizenship uh-huh. of either like Syria. I'm serious. Syria or Jordan. Hmm. So that, you know, this happens a lot with the, the internet, those leagues abroad where they have limits on yeah, foreign yeah, players. Foreign for, players. Yeah, know, Chinese. I think it's three a, a team or two, something like that. Yeah, and a lot of players seek dual citizenship so they can be counted differently. Yeah, in those leagues and make room for other players uh, like that. And I think I do believe that he did that. Mm-hmm, it's kind of cool. Eighty-one fifty ninety-three nine. That's uh, the number if you want to get in here. Thirty-eight thirty-one ninety-three nine for the uh, UPS jobs text line. Uh, by the way, we complained at the beginning of the show that Lenardi is kind of a uh, half-assed in it, only updating the, uh, the the, uh, the bracketology every once in a while. Because, of course, he, he is. This has been a problem update, for years. He updated it during the show. <laughs> Naturally, that's what's going to happen here. <laughs> it's like, oh, I need to wait till like, 4 p.m. or whatever time it was, just in case something let all these missed. Let all these hot take artists get their takes off, and then I'll, I'll jump in and <laughs> fix it. <laughs> it's funny. He's a lot like Mel Kuyper. Where they invented their own lane, you know, like they were the original. Mel Kiper yeah, was the original right. draft analyst, you know, yeah. and, and uh, Lenardi was the original bracketologist, and they invented their own sciences, you know, they invented their own lanes. But now neither of them are anywhere close to the best. 
and what they do. In fact, they're some of the worst. People are born. They're like from five years old. It's like you're going to be the next best bracketologist or the next best draft analyst. But they they all change how they do things. And Mel Kuyper and and Lenardi have gotten fat and happy, you know. And and Kuyper's and he's been bad for years. And Lenardi has been near the bottom of like the top. 20, 25 people that do this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So it's interesting. But when you invent something, you kind of get to be mediocre in it your whole life because you have the name. (laughs) Yeah, you you, uh, blaze the trail. So you have to be the guy. But he most certainly has been passed by a whole lot of people in terms of So many people. But of note, one of the low-key, sort of low-key, biggest bummers about this season being so incredibly bad uh, for Louisville is it has kept us from enjoying the fact that it's also really bad in Lexington. Yeah. You know, they got they got punched on on the first possession of the game by Georgia uh, and then had one of the worst defensive games they've had all year against Georgia. And right now, Lenardi's updated bracketology switched them and Mississippi State. Mississippi State now in because they won at Arkansas and Kentucky lost again and has Kentucky out. And it's I mean, look, I listened to uh, just hate listening because why not, right? Why not indulge my pettiness at least a little bit? Listen to some <coughs> some uh, podcasts of people reacting to it. I never thought I never thought I would hear what I'm hearing, and I'm not sad about it. But I never thought I would hear this much vitriol towards him. Yeah, like there, I'm stunned at the number of Kentucky fans who are done with him. Yeah, that's it. And I, I was at a uh, Super Bowl party with several Kentucky fans last night, and it just there wasn't a lot of vitriol, but just straight up, just he's he's done, you know. And they're like, and, and and I and they're tired of hearing people saying things like, "Well, who are we going to get to replace him?" They're like, literally any of like twenty five guys <laughs> are are doing better with the modern bas- like college basketball game than he is, and they're just kind of over it. They're over. They're over the the rudimentary offensive sets and the lack of of development and the just how stubborn he is about everything. You know that he it's to watch him like they are ready to chew him up, spit him out, and he looks like he's aging, like he's the president. Yeah, you know? for sure. Like, and and I I just think about a couple. You know, we are the needle and and all this stuff, and he just is, it seems like a shell of himself and. You hate to see it, but right? more than that. But more than you that, love to see you it. Love to see it yeah. <laughs> but I wish we could lean into it a little more. Oh, right? I know. And enjoy, yeah, enjoy that a little bit more here. It's rough times around here. I realize there are Louisville fans out there, and, and more power to you that are really enjoying it. Like I just, I've always had a hard time when my house is on fire. You know, like it's like last year, enjoying like, it too much. I mean, now with St. Peter's was a little bit different because it was a tournament, but even this, like we sat on our couch and we didn't yeah. get to embarrass it. But but it I was, really did enjoy it. it yeah, well, that was like, <laughs> like I talked with Ethan because Ethan's like, yeah, he's like, you know, it's Ethan. He'll get a lot of shot on Freud. But it's like when Louisville's terrible, it's like you can't really say anything. But it's like St. Peter's biggest upset, arguably in NCAA tournament history. You can point fingers there. <laughs> well, I mean. It's not like it's gonna go the other way though. That's the thing. Like we try to, you try to be like, well, I'm not gonna make fun of them because of this. It it never stops them. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. And it won't anytime soon. It won't. It's not gonna change the way I I I operate though. You know. I I just I I have a hard time being like <laughs> so like I'll I'll laugh I'll enjoy it a little bit. But it's supposed to be mostly silent, Schadenfreude. You know, I'm not going to be real vocal about it. I mean, I did tell Streamwell and once, welcome to Coaching Search Radio <laughs> at some point this season when they were, like, contemplating the coaching test. I'm like, this is what we've had to deal with last yeah, year. You guys have been in radio a lot longer than I have, so you've dealt with two cycles of coaching searches for the men's basketball program. How long does it take for them to talk themselves into Chris Beard? <sighs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, well, we, it, just, it, we established on Friday funny. that Mitch Barter has no soul. That's so. <laughs> you established that. Like I've never, like I I don't. That was quite a jump. Yeah, I don't for think you. it was established. I think you just. I think said you just that. said it, which <laughs> I think was not where we were going. A little higher. Yeah, like it, yeah. Established is not the word I would use. Uh, <laughs> you called him a bitch. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> 
<laughs> There's a difference between misspeaking and then you jumping on it and being like, you're right, he has no soul. Like, whoa, easy, Spencer. I, I, I acknowledge I took it a step too far. With you that went comment. a little hot. <laughs> you were a little hot in that moment. I'm not going to lie. You were went right at the servant leader. <laughs> that texture says as long as we're not Purdue, though, right? Because I very famously said I was worried that Louisville basketball was going to become Purdue. Right, yeah, number one in the country, Christmas. Purdue. <laughs> well, number two now or whatever. Yeah, three. And now every time they lose, I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know? They're not number one anymore. Because it'd be way up there for me. It, like, if, if Purdue wins a national championship, like, I'd have to, that, would, that would suck for me. I would never hear the end of that. Mm, yeah. I would ne- I would just I would never hear the end. That would probably be worse than Josh Allen winning well being what he is. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, that that all the precincts are around on the Josh. I yeah. I just have to eat that one. The only good part about that is everyone, just about everyone uh made that same mistake so I can at least live with uh, all of us being wrong. So uh, I agree, but so seriously though, like I have a feeling Chris Beard will be a topic of conversation. Oh, I, I think that could be. I mean, I, I there it's losing will do strange things to you. Well, I mean, desperate. I mean, we know what desperation is. Like, it's a stinky think cologne. about this. Think about a year ago. If I had said, "We should hire Jerome Tang." Or or Mick Cronin. Do you know how many people rolled their eyes at Mick Cronin a year ago? A lot ago? of people rolled their eyes at Mick Cronin a year ago. Yeah. Mike Cronin. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Great drop, buddy. This, that's an all-timer for sure. Uh, but like the, <laughs> Mike, the, the Mike Cronin. That's as good as people, Mike Mike McGuire and Sammy Susser. <laughs> oh, gosh. <that's> <laughs> do you so remember bad. that? The Boston I Mayor? Do. Mike I do. McGuire and Sammy Susser. <laughs> Uh, that's like uh, Morgan, Morgan and Morgan guy, Josie and Van Tressy. So good, Baron Von Tressy. <laughs> but we have gone two hours and twelve minutes without talking about the thing that is consuming. I think everyone. Why are we constantly shooting things down now? Oh man, like we are. The conspiracy theories, which almost all of them are believable, are flying right now. Like it's it's very it's very scary. <laughs> like, all of a sudden, we had the Russian, I'm sorry, the, the the Chinese spy balloon that you know was deemed a non-threat, and they shot it down over the Atlantic. And then we've had like four different options or uh, different objects over Canada and the northern United States and Lake Huron and. All that's I mean, happening, I'm, I'm and then forty-four years old, Dave. I've never heard of us closing the air. I know over over a lake or a state, and shooting down things that we're not totally sure what they are. It's suspicious at 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 best. What's what happening? Way. And troubling at worst. Um, and also there's a uh, that the train wreck and the uh, dangerous yes, plume the- of gases um, that is slowly rolling down the Ohio. Killing animals. It's really great. We're living in good times. Exciting times around. Exciting times. Johnny Tremaine. I'm following the story, but I'm not from. I'm like I, I. I don't understand what happened with the train derailment. Only that the the mix of whatever has been released to the air is fatal. It's yes. terrible. What's 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 happening there? And it is in the Ohio River. Gosh, we'll see. It's vinyl chloride. Do. This is the deadly chemical and contaminated the Ohio River is what some people are saying. Like they're just not they're worried about drinking water in the area and there's a lot of like stuff flying left and right, so we're not exactly sure what's true and what's not, but that's right. the that's the basic idea and everybody's freaking out about it. LG and E, I think had or not LG and E, Louisville Water had a uh, had a press conference today basically telling everybody that the water's still potable in Louisville and don't panic quite yet a lot of stuff going on man it's very troubling can't mess stuff. with our water it's one of, like, so we still thing, got that dude it's the one thing that, that unites that us, us our civic pride <laughs> over our water <laughs> we we should hang up i would think louisville fans people in this city would hang a banner for our water we would i would <laughs> I, that's Texture one of the things i fight it, for texture says it actually improved the uh the river, the Ohio River. <laughs> it was brief. That's a good joke. 
But weren't uh, people were uh, were struggling with? No that. kidding. What a time we're alive. Did want to quickly say, Dave, just uh, uh, my understanding. Just about everybody is going to be there for this 2013 celebration this weekend. Russ, you know, is playing overseas, and I think Chain's not going to be there. I forgot but, that Russ that Russ was playing overseas again. But but Montrez and Gorgie are. I think they are expecting them to be there because oh, wow. of the All Star break. So, oh yeah, of course it is the All Star break. Good call. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think they're they're going to have just about everybody. Uh, and, and I wouldn't be – I think we'll, we'll probably get a list I would think, yeah. uh, at some point. And I well, know Spurs guys, wouldn't notice if Gorgie took the game off. They're not actually trying to win anything. So they are He's doing, back in San Antonio? Yeah, he's been there all year. I right? thought he got, he, got traded, cut, yeah. he got traded and then cut, but I didn't realize he got re-signed. They got re-signed. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been there. They are tanking the with, like, with the – same vigor that they played so well for so long under Popovich. They're like, if we're going to tank, we're tanking with a capital T. It's beautiful. It's cr- like anytime anyone shows any signs of life, they're like, get out of here. <laughs> you got to go. We're yeah. trading you away. We're going to send you somewhere for people who care right now. <laughs> we don't right now. We want Victor Wimignon. That's it. They like they've kept Keldon Johnson and they've got their their young players, but everybody else has pretty much been traded away. <laughs> so Iona plays Friday and they play Sunday. So Rick Saturday schedule does he make an appearance? No. Does he make a video? No. No. Well, no. Uh, he made a video for Russ. So yeah, yeah. He might, man. I, I, I'll never say never after the Russ video. He'll he might do it for the players. Yeah, I would be shocked. I would be too, I would, but I was kind of shocked at the Russ thing. Really? I, not me. I think Russ saved his career, man. He did, but I'm just saying, like it was. It's a video for a U of L affiliated event. Well, they're settled now, though. Right, well, then why would you say they wouldn't do one for this? I'm talking about the showing up. I just don't know. No, like, no, he's, he's not going to show up. I'm talking about yeah. a video. Uh, a video. I mean, maybe, maybe. I mean, it wouldn't shock me at all. I mean, if we really have bar- all buried the hatchet and he wishes Louisville well, and he just really just hates David Grissom and Papa John, then fine. Do it. Yeah, we'll see. That would be great. That would be great. I would. I think people would love that. I would cheer. Would you? Yes. Do, do you have anything against Rick Dave at all that I'm aware, unaware of? Probably less so than a lot of people. I have a, I have a lot of respect for Rick as a coach for what he did here, and I also acknowledge the fact that his bad decisions and poor decisions led us to where we are. It's kind of – I feel like that's the logical – you know, like I thank him for what he did. Yeah, that's kind of where but I, also, most fans should be. But also acknowledge the fact that it was his poor decision-making and his poor hiring and lack of – kind of letting go of the rope a little bit uh, is what led us to where we are. So uh, you, you can give him credit and also blame him for his part in this. If you want me to pile on the bad news right now, by the way, go I ahead, see a story please. earlier – that uh, someone stole the catalytic converter from the Wienermobile <laughs> in Las Vegas. That's incredible. Yeah. <laughs> Do like they were nothing advertising? Nothing is sacred and nothing is safe. I got, just a catalytic converter in the Wienermobile. Isn't that amazing? Just it's funny to think of the Wienermobile just as a regular automobile. You know, it's got things like catalytic. It is converter. a car under there, yeah. It is a car. <laughs> uh, they were advertising trying to hire new Wienermobile drivers like a month or two ago. Do you have to have a, like a CDL for that? I don't think so. But maybe. They probably give you the training because it was like they were aiming for like younger, you know, in their early 20s or whatever coming out of college, like an intern type deal. But you get to travel the country for a year in the Wienermobile, and I'm sure eat unlimited hot dogs. I would have done it, is what I'm saying. I was going to say, I would totally do that. I'm not, I wouldn't be ashamed to say that at all. (laughs) The the glizzy converter. (laughs) (laughs) Well done, Dexter. If we could find, if we could somehow work out a way, I would love to to drive that at, at least once. Just I would I just would love to try to drive. Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't hit anything. I'm a pretty good driver. Yeah, see, Phil just texted me, and this is why Gorgie was on my mind. Gorgie almost had a game winner versus the Pistons on Friday at Caesars. My buddies were shocked to see Gorgie. It's like, yeah, he's still around, man. He's clocking like eight nine minutes a game. You know, garbage you think, time. 
You think Pop after the game was like, yo, settle down. Yeah, it's like, hey, Gorgie. It's a little close. We're putting you in there, you know, to, to play out the string. Yeah. <laughs> you can sell it, but, like, don't get carried away here, buddy. That could have gone in. Like, that was close. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing we got here? big goals here, buddy. So we've got 14 wins right now. We're trying not four. to get to 20. <laughs> he can block shots from out of bounds. Like, he's crazy, this guy. <laughs> like, I we look- need Victor. Like, Victor will get us from 14 wins to 54 wins in one year. Let's get uh, Nate in here. Nate, welcome into the drive on I think What's up, buddy? What's up, guys? How y'all doing? Hey, bud. All right. Can you imagine if the players start walking out on the court and Ricky P walks out in a white suit? Ah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that whole freaking that whole place. I mean, like the hundreds in attendance would all be going berserk. I would like to see that. Man, that'd be cool. I mean, you know, I own a place Manhattan on Friday, and then they have a game on Sunday. <laughs> They're off Saturday. All right, that was that was a pretty good, uh, pretty good thought. But I'm gonna go back to being miserable. Y'all have a good day. <laughs> I appreciate it. I am hoping, by the way, what kind of uh, Rick's not gonna be there, guys. No, 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 no. <laughs> never say never. Probably not gonna no. have a video trade, but either. But let's we'll we'll see. Yeah, I that that's not going to happen. That would be incredibly awkward don't you think what a video no right in person like he's he not is. no he's not like yeah of course it would be he's not gonna be there yeah he's an active basketball coach he's not gonna be there what kind of crowd do you think they will get for that i think it's gonna be better than it's been for the 2013 team um Same. i don't know maybe between like kind of like how russ the russ crowd pumped us last year you know we I'd say we'll probably have like 14 in that building for that game. Do you think people just disperse at halftime after the ceremony? Depends on how the team's playing. That's probably accurate. Yeah. I mean, if it's a good game, it's a close game, I think most of the people stick around. If it's a bad game, I think a lot of people leave that wouldn't have normally been there without the 2013 team. But once they're there, you know, if you're playing at least marginally well, I think they'll stick around. I mean, I'll be there regardless. So... They need to figure out a way to like do it. Like, remember when they used to at the end of Breaking Bad, they would be like, "If you want to see scenes from next week's Breaking Bad, yeah, that last season, they'd be like, you can see it after this episode of Low Winter Sun, <laughs> and you try to get us all to watch that just to see the right. clips at the end of that show, and then everyone would just change the channel to the very end of that show and then go back and watch it. Like, it's like it's not gonna work, guys. We're not gonna watch that. It's kind of like uh, when they had Talking Dead after Walking Dead, and like we'll show you scenes from next week at the end of Talking Dead. It's like I have yeah. to, I'm like I'm good, I'm good there, guys. But yeah, I mean it's and look, it's a seven o'clock game, you know. It's uh, on a Saturday. You get a little lubed up. Crowd might be in party mode. Clemson's oh, pretty I good would, squad. I don't know. I would it's think be, so. They're very good. It's going to be an interesting. It's going to be an interesting atmosphere, for sure. That's the best way to put it. And I think that we'll see if, uh, lest we forget, we are playing Virginia on Wednesday. <laughs> no, we don't need to think about that at all. I mean, I'm just saying, man, it's going to happen. Um, and and we don't know how this uh, fan base is going to feel after that game either. So. They, by the way, so speaking of uh, Virginia, there, I can't imagine what Dude, what low winter sun reference. I'm sorry, I just you like that? I, I do, and the texter liked it too. Like low winter sun was awful. <laughs> it was a bad show, man. They tried really hard uh, to to make people watch that, and it just it, it was it's not going to be a thing. It's not going to be a thing. Stop trying to make fetch happen, guys. It's just not going to be a thing. <laughs> what would Mark Blankenbaker? Oh God! Do, do, in a situation like what happened with Duke and Virginia over the weekend. For folks who didn't, who don't know, they basically the the officials went to the replay monitor and waved off a foul, which they're very much not supposed to do uh, at the end of regulation. And Duke ends up losing in overtime. I'm, and then the ACC came out and actually issued a statement, you know, saying, "Hey, our our referees goofed up on that. He should have been." awarded some free throws and they would have they would have made it and won the game yeah uh we would have had to bail mark out of jail yes don't you think yeah i mean I, I, by the way i mark is a stand-in for everyone who hates refs yeah it's but, not just but also we also would have 
I mean, think about how we all felt after the North Carolina game last year. Like, we're not immune to these feelings either. Mark's just a poster child. <laughs> like, that's right, why I, I, I tweeted out. He's a scapegoat. Duke, welcome to the resistance, you know, after that game. <laughs> well, like, I, I, you know, I recognize, like, the, the, the basketball part of it and, and yeah. all of that. That's fine. I thought it was fascinating. And I think, I think it's a, a, two questions to at least contemplate kind of coming out of that. The first was, would this have happened if Coach K is coaching Duke? Okay, that was my question. So yeah, I, do no, they? Never. And and then kind of the flip side of that, like, is 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 this a correction? Are we going to start doing this to Duke now, or is this a reflection on what they think of Shire? Man, I, I hope I, I'm with you. Like, I, yeah. I there's no doubt in my mind they don't they do not make that ruling if Coach K is still there. I, you agree with me on that? I agree. I, I agree with that. And God, I hope that the pendulum has swung the other direction. <laughs> it's been held on the other side for the last 30 years. I mean, look, they it, it's they have a stored up oceans of wrath to be poured out on them you know, in terms of officiating calls. So this yeah. is if if this is justice, buckle up, Duke. It's you know what I mean? Like it's gonna be a long ride. Right. There are a lot of just terrible defenses that are bailed out by terrible charge calls in your future, uh, if that's what's about to happen here. But I just thought it was kind of just interesting that Tony Bennett got the star treatment there at Duke's expense. Uh, I think. Uh, and then the fact that the ACC came out and actually said something and acknowledged it, when they never do that. They never do that. They didn't do it after the North Carolina game last year. They didn't do it after the Wake Forest football game, which was just a, a, a an explosion of idiocy uh, from an officiating crew. We never get explanations like that, but it happened to Duke, so we had to make sure we get out there and say what happened. Yeah, I mean, well, we had a we got multiple letters from the Big East when we were there in football. You remember? Oh, uh, I do remember that. Yeah, I mean, the first one was the uh, West Virginia offsides. Uh, or I'm, uh, I'm sorry, onside's kick. Yeah. Uh, that was uh, inappropriately called. Didn't bounce. And then the uh, other one was the fake fair catch against UConn. We got two different letters and two different acknowledgments from the Big East front office. As a new money member of the ACC, I doubt we ever get that kind of acknowledgement. We didn't after the North Carolina game last year. I don't know what's happening. Uh, but everyone is reacting to the fact that uh, Woj just tweeted a second ago about a trade that has happened several days ago. Twitter is glitching up because Albert Breer well, apparently just said man. that he had some tweet that resent that he was a few days old. So something's up well, with Elon's Twitter. That's weird when you imagine cut all that. the engineers. That's so unlike him, everything he yeah. touches turns to gold. He lost at the Super Bowl last night, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Rupert Murdoch's box. Woo. <laughs> Say no more. All right, let's take a quick break here. We'll come back, put a bow on this one here. On the drive on the Thunderbolt. Be right back. Metro College is a program that helps students pay for tuition, and I didn't believe it. You have to work third shift, five days a week. It's a great and rewarding thing when you graduate. I would do it all over again, just like I just did. You know those buddies who magically become medical professionals when you're not at the top of your game? The ones who say, come on, muscle through it, but then also say, hey, you should probably see my specialist or surgery or pain meds. It's almost always false, false and false. Athletico's physical therapists, the same therapists who work with professional athletes, can tackle those little aches and pains from the start before they become big ones. So next time, don't believe everything you hear. Instead, start with Athletico. Schedule your free assessment at Athletico.com. Welcome back into the drive here on 93.9 The Bill. Mark Innes, Dave Skull. The phone lines, they are open. 8150-939 if you want to try to squeeze in here uh, on a busy day in which we have uh, talked a lot uh, about the Super Bowl, about Louisville getting uh, an out-of-this-world offensive effort uh, only to be undone uh, by being uh, marginally resistant to Miami's offensive effort uh, in that game on Saturday. And it is a shame because I think you – it showed, I mean, I, there's there's a lot better offensive basketball in this team 
that I sure do wish that they could tap into like they did the other night on a far more regular basis. You remember very, very, very early in Mac's tenure? I think it might have been the second scrimmage, like the second exhibition game, where in the post game he was like, well, Malik Williams told on himself because now I know he's capable of a lot more. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And I I wonder, I'm hopeful, and guys, I'm just trying here, okay? Can you maybe hold this up to them? Be like, guys, we, you, you won't believe this. We're allowed to do this thing where we play sharp offensive basketball, make shots and stuff. We're allowed to do that every game. Mm-hmm. I hope they, I mean, I, I hope they, they carry it forward. But then the problem is they're, this is like the hardest three-game stretch of the schedule <laughs> is Miami, Virginia, Clemson. You know, and it's going to be tough. Virginia is not the same like murder, death, kill defense that they normally are, but they're still pretty, pretty damn good, um, and they're very efficient and deadly in that way. So I just, I want them to be confident offensively that they can do that against anybody, but Virginia and just anybody. And it's a tough follow-up game to that performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's a tough I one. Mean, the- There'll be some whiplash there, for right. sure. In style but, and everything. But Miami's not a bad offensive team. You mean defensive team? Uh, defensive yeah. team, excuse me. They're yeah, not. Like, they're just not. They're, they're not top Virginia. third. Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, that's exactly right. Uh, I'm dreading that game. But the Miami game did – Like I feel like they've made no progress on the defensive end whatsoever. None. And there is a chance, it sounds like, Brandon Hunley Hatfield will be back. Uh, for for the Virginia game, which I think would maybe open up some minutes for a core four at the four. Just I saying. was told I was told by many texters that he was not coming back. Yeah, he's coming back. We so shouldn't we shouldn't be talking about him as somebody coming back. I was like, well, then why is he on the bench? <laughs> right. right. Usually, if somebody's like piecing out on the team, they don't chill on the bench in, in street clothes. So Virginia's tenth in, in points per game allowed. Sixty point four well, game. That's good mm-hmm. for them. By the way, do you know who's first, just off the top of your head? Houston. Yep. Yeah, Houston is a nightmare for folks right now. They are. They're number one on Ken Palm. Uh, they are uh, number two in the polls uh, because Alabama is number one. How weird does that sound right now? That's just crazy. Alabama, number one. You're not allowed to have both sports. Well, no, though, football's down, Dave. Yeah, they were only number three. Whenever, yeah, they, they number lost six. two yeah. games last year. They had a rough year. They had to move on from both coordinators. <laughs> And then hired weird coordinators, too. They did. Yep. You know, Kevin Steele, I mean, didn't do well at Miami. Uh, I remember he was the guy that Bobby wanted to hire when he first came back here. It hasn't been uh, great since leaving, like, since the Auburn days, really. Yeah, it's been weird. I can remember all the way back. And I wonder how many guys have been coordinators for both Bama and Auburn. Oh, that's a good question. That's been, like, on my mind since Steele was hired. Well, and then Tommy Reese uh, is is odd too. Yeah. Uh, just because I just didn't think that they set the world on fire or anything like that, but I'd be fascinated to watch. Uh, Texture says I feel the way Virginia forces you into bad shots that we may see a whole lot of bad late clock shots on Wednesday. I mean, that's the only kind of shot they really give up. Mm-hmm. I mean, in a weird like it's a weird mixture what they do there, but you've got to be really decisive with the ball like you are against the uh, a 2 3 zone team uh and it, it you're not just going to be able to dribble to a good shot they're going to let you dribble all around the key all you want and shoot crappy shots you 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 have to pass and make them move and that's obviously that's been like the thing Louisville's not particularly great at well that's what i'm worried about and exactly what the texture's saying essentially is that when our offense grinds to a halt there's a lot of like dribbling to the end of the shot clock and settling for garbage. And that's what Virginia feasts on, you know, and we're coming off a good shooting performance, I think 10 to 23 from the three point line. I just, I'm worried that that's all we're going to have, you know, like trying to shoot over this Virginia zone back line and, and not ever be able to get the ball into the paint. Cause that's what they deny, you know, and we're not all that good at it to begin with. Like, and I, and I'm, Every time I start picturing this matchup and LL is trying to penetrate into that paint, you know, and getting just swallowed up by that Virginia pack line, 
I don't love I don't love how this projects for us. It's just such a bad matchup. No, I mean they're a nightmare matchup anyway. They are, but like especially for this team, you know what I mean? Like you've got to be really disciplined in what you do and confident in what you do to attack the Virginia defense. It's it still kind of mystifies me that they are like that they were such a black box for Rick Pitino. You know, for a, for a guy who was, you know, his just had everybody figured out and from an X's and O's perspective, I mean, you could tell like I don't think Louisville ever played where I was like they don't this isn't a great game plan ever with him. Like it was just they either did it or they didn't or bad luck or bad officiating or something, but like they knew what to do. I, except Virginia. Like it's so funny how we're human nature like we're always undone by somebody. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that was Rick's that was Rick's one, you know. That in Kentucky, I can't say one. <laughs> yes. It was it was for Kentucky totally and Virginia reasons, for completely different reasons. You're absolutely right. The Kentucky game it was mental. You just so twisted up about it. And the Virginia game was just this I don't know. I don't know what it was about Virginia that he couldn't handle. But it wasn't pretty. He had the one win against Virginia his whole tenure here. The mango shot. Yeah. Uh, you, I think, I think. I'm trying to, I try to block a lot of those out of my brain. Yeah, mango, uh, mango point. onions. Yeah. Yeah, that was one of the more surreal moments of my. <laughs> that was the watching. definition of a no, 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 no. Yes. yes. <laughs> Just uh, the, I, we were doing the post game show at Joe's Older Than Dirt back in the day. Yeah. Uh, for that game and the bar full of people, full. Of people in the way that Joe's used to be full of people. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times for U of L games. Yeah. Yeah. And the entire bar just screamed, no, <laughs> when he shot that ball and then bam, it goes through. It's amazing. Was he, uh, I think Rick joked that he was the sixth option on that play. No, that's Dick Vitale said <laughs> it, it on the Dick call. Vitale. He's that's the fifth option. It was Dick. <laughs> <laughs> He's the fifth option. He kept saying that. And he looked. See, I thought he said he was the sixth option, like not even on no. the court. You know what I mean? That's funny. Like, we'd, rather have, that. we'd rather have Rick Petito shoot the shot. Than <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Give it to somebody on the bench. <laughs> but, yeah, you're right. It was the, the Dick Vitale fifth option. He's the, the fifth, fifth option. option. And he was. And he nailed it. He just absolutely jarred it. <laughs> it was incredible. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, we will get this game and the ACC will be like, it won't hurt them in terms of national seating or anything. We need to make sure everybody understands that we don't favor Virginia. <laughs> and that they just, the, for once, and you have to, like, you'd have to, we're due as hell for this. That we just get the most Homer-ass whistle in this next game against Virginia. <laughs> How great would that be? How Homer of a whistle are we going to need to win this game, though, Mark? <laughs> Oh, he's out of bounds. My foot's clearly three feet in. (laughs) Such a whistle does not exist. Oh, that's it. No, that's it. That's it. The number, like, that's what we need. For this game, officials get together. We've watched the film. Nothing's out of bounds. (laughs) For Louisville. LL's in the third row. It just doesn't matter. Jalen Withers stepping out. It doesn't matter. Tim Donaghy's coming out of retirement, maybe. Just whatever. Just nothing's out of bounds. If you just got rid of... Out of bounds, that's like 10 points for Louisville. I know, right? Just get rid of a fundamental element of the basketball, like out of bounds. If you just got rid of that, these guys are You great. don't need to dribble the ball at all? If we can punch you in the face and take the ball from you, then we might win this game. No, I don't think that's allowed. Yeah. yeah are you sure? Enjoy that. Are you sure, Mark? Do you think that this means, by the way, like this awful whatever that decision was with Tony, like that he's going to start getting all the calls now? I hope not. I don't need that. Like he is, because Beheim doesn't count. Like Tony Bennett's kind of the the Duke of ACC basketball now. And I don't mean like the Duke Duke, but like the the chairman. You know, he's he's the guy. He's, he's the elder statesman. Exactly. He doesn't get the calls though. But he's going. Maybe he's going to start. No, no way. Not a chance. Texture says they maybe would have a chance if we let Luke and Montrez play. 
I think we might. That would work. That would work for me. Come on, Gorgie. They don't want you in San Antonio anyway. They're not going to be. Get I mean, that's, get they're on not, out. They're there. not going to be here till Saturday, though. Just give them a sabbatical. You mean it's the All Star break, so you don't even need them to do the sabbatical. There's no way they would notice that Gorgie wasn't there. They're not trying maybe to win can, these games. Maybe we can just get the clock operator to just like sort of lean on that button a little bit, like stretch those possessions out a couple seconds for the. <laughs> I just I love the fact that we abandoned actual analysis pretty quickly when we started talking about how we're going to actually win this game and just went straight into um, fantasy scenarios pretty much as to how we could win this. Because we're oh, realistic. That's exactly <laughs> what this is. <laughs> you know, there's like what did you say? Oh, they keep the game low scoring because that's what Virginia does. But it's like we can't score, so it's not going to matter. It's going to be like 20 to 9. If they shoot the ball as well as they did against Miami, they'll have a chance. Like, if they shoot 58%, like, Virginia's not as good as Miami offensively. They're not going to be able to do the stuff that uh, quite as much as, as as Miami did. You might be able to outscore them. That uh, The Chris Mack second year when they beat Virginia at the Yum Center – like Louisville, they shot the lights out. Virginia did. Louisville just shot them out more. Like they didn't solve that problem. They just made a bunch of shots. Jordan War had a crazy good game yeah. uh, against Virginia that year. Like maybe it's something like that. That's what's uh, all right. So if we're talking practically, that's what it's going to have to be. It's just going to have to be like a day where Louisville hits a ton of threes. That's it. I don't see any other practical way for them to win this game. And I don't even know if that's practical. Because as we've been over again, I'm not trying to be negative, but our defense is so bad. I think Virginia's going to score, and they're not quite as slow-paced as they usually are, but their defense is still really good. I don't know, man. I don't know. I've been been dreading. Right now, now, uh, Ken Palm says they'll lose by 16. Yeah, I mean, I've been dreading this game all year, buddy. I have. Really, I mean, it's it's the worst conceivable of, of all the matchups. Not necessarily for personnel, but for style, preferred style and yeah. scheme, yeah, style gonna, and weaknesses. Like it well, just, and they are physical always. You know, you're going to get bumped and pushed, and they're going to do that thing where they on the uh, uh, pick and roll at the top of the key. They're just going to have the big guy run out and blast the point guard, and that's always allowed for some reason. I've never understood why they great. allow that, yeah. uh, but they do. Uh, this is where I think it would be. We're due for something funny like this. That Kenny, just for reasons no one can understand, just totally understands what to do against Virginia. Right. That's Which, what I'm. That's I would you, love that for us. So you're. That's I. I still I I, I file that under fantasy, <laughs> but but I appreciate it. <laughs> like the real question is, how old is Kei Clark? Oh gosh, he's twenty-seven. In that, that list of people that are just go on already. Seriously, like he. I think he's been in the league. It's got to be his sixth year, right? Uh, I think so. So he is he is twenty three years old. So it's at least five years. I know he's been there for five. I love that he's two years younger than Lamar Jackson, <laughs> who's finishing his fifth year in the, in the NFL. NFL. Actually, Lamar right is, NFL. A fi- is, a, is finally twenty six. So. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he's so an it's old three man years. now. Yeah, he's an old man. He doesn't qualify for any of the like twenty five and under statistics that he was always quoted for for years. Oh, I know. Man. Did you watch any? I know we love. Uh, you are a giant uh, women's basketball fan. Did you watch any of South Carolina and LSU? Well, I was at the arena for U of L. Okay. Um, okay. For U of L Clemson, so I was following the game on my phone. While watching U of L, and you have uh, three quarters of phenomenal basketball, and then a, just a crappy fourth quarter with bad officiating and bad play, but I was uh, enjoying that. I I was hoping with all my heart that Don Staley would drag Kim Mulkey up and down the court, and she did in the second half, and I love it. I just cannot stand Kim Mulkey. <laughs> yeah, I, I was gonna say like that South Carolina team is terrifying. They are. Uh, but They're I so did, good. I did enjoy every moment. Every time I would flip back to it, every once in a while, just to see, and just see them. They're a, they're a machine. They are. 
unreal. Um, obviously, everybody knows Aaliyah Boston, and if you follow our women's team, then you know most of the other, you know, big time players, Bria Beal and um, um, excuse me, Zia Cook, and they're they're just they're they're so solid. Like Aaliyah Boston is the most probably undefendable, <laughs> indefensible player in, in women's college basketball, and she has been, and she just will never graduate apparently. But they're so good top to bottom of that roster that it's not just her. She's just the first hurdle you have to clear, uh, and most teams can't even do that. But they're, they're, they're good from top to bottom of that roster, and they're terrifying. Um, we did not play our best game against them in the Final Four last year. There were too many unforced er- errors. Like, there was a world where we could have beaten them for sure. Uh, but we couldn't kick the ball for foot as many times as we did, uh, and and still accomplish that. But uh, I don't know. They're they're. I feel like they were the odds-on favorite preseason, and it hasn't changed. They're undefeated for a reason in an extremely tough conference, and they made an undefeated LSU team look pretty regular in the second half. Like they're 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 a juggernaut. Yeah, no, they are, and and they've got that perfect kind of combination of coach and job and staff and. Uh, again, watching Kim Mulkey be miserable is one of my favorite things to do. Yeah, right. I mean, they have – I don't know if you all remember Camila Cardoso, who uh, played for Syracuse a couple years ago. Um, she's 6'7", massive. I and do. When, and when the yeah. whole roster blow-up happened and we got Emily Inksler out of it, South Carolina got Camila Cardoso out of it. So um, when Aaliyah Boston sits, they bring in 6'7", Camila Cardoso, who was, you know – one of the better players in the ACC as a freshman and was a role player last year for South Carolina and this year. I mean, she came in and played like 21 minutes against LSU and had 18 points and 13 rebounds. Like, that's what they bring off the bench. Oh, no, they're, they're a machine. She coached that whole game with the Randall Cunningham jersey. Which I love, yeah. I did too. She and she did. I think in the national championship game last year was it Balenciaga from head to toe. Like she just, yeah. She just uh, does not go with the convention. She's very much her own brand, and uh, very cool and probably incredibly hard to recruit against. <laughs> I would assume at this point. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean she's she's, she's Gino just, now. Yeah, she's just incredibly cool and you know identifiable and. The biggest up and coming brand in in women's basketball, like she's pretty They're much on the, the verge brand. of a dynasty right now. Oh, they yeah. are, and she's not going anywhere, you know. And Gino's in the twilight of his career. Um, yeah, obviously, outside of him, I mean, you know, Kim Mulkey is obviously a very successful coach. Can't stand her, um, but then you have uh, Taya Vandermeer at, at, at Stanford, who's getting older as well. You know, Muffet yeah. Muffet retired. Uh, obviously, Pat Summit passed away, but she left the game years ago, what, 15 years ago. Um, they are desperate. Jeff Walls is a great coach who's got hopefully got years ahead of him, but they were desperate for another young coaching uh, superstar, uh, and they got it with Don Staley, you know, a, a relatively young, um, up and coming star female coach, really. And, like and she, a she brand took that, ambassador. Exactly. She know? took that, that, uh, yoke and went with it. And, uh, She's going to be a monster in this game for years, as long as she wants to be. Because players love her, love to play play for her, and she's obviously got the goods as a coach. Well, and they're athletic and like fun to watch. It's not like it's just like it's yeah. It's in it's in, and they are physical, uh, and she doesn't. She's not scared of uh, Gino at all. She's uh, scared of anybody. Back at him, yeah. No, it's it's uh, they're going to be a chore. They're the next uh, big thing. Oh, they are the big thing right now. <laughs> Like, yeah, I mean, for, for like the foreseeable future, you know. Yeah, I mean? for sure. Agreed. She's got what two titles now, and she's working on number three this year. Yeah, and I think she'll and, get. And it. I don't think that brand is going anywhere uh, anytime no. soon. Not at all. How miserable are we going to be waiting for football season to get here? I um, I already told you I'm going to be pushing this. Like I've never, as somebody who has lost time, I usually never advocate for skipping months or days yeah. or weeks. I think I would make that deal <laughs> right now. Like fast forward me to the first week of September, I'll take the loss. <laughs> so just skip yeah. over baseball season. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, as much as I love it yeah. and all my months of prime golf weather, like I'll just, just I don't know. I need this football team. I need to watch it. 
I want to be in Atlanta right now. I'm hopeful that they will redeem all of this. Uh, and I at least think that there's every reason in the world uh, to to think that they can do that. I don't, I'm not, you know, when a new coach comes in, like there's always a, at least a piece of you that's like, I hope it works out. Like I, is it weird? I, like I have no doubts that he's going to do really well here. I know. Like, I, like I it, cannot envision it not going well. Like Scott Frost at Nebraska, like I, I feel like I, I can't see that happening. Are you kind of scared of that? That no, I'm not no. saying I'm not saying of the Scott Frost thing. I'm saying like that we're so confident. <laughs> oh uh, no, that, you know and, what I mean? And, and that no. is weird too. Like I'm acknowledging it's an odd place to be, you know, mentally. But I I'm just to me it's just going to be about like how successful will he be? Yeah, because if, if I'm proved wrong, man, I'm going to be I'll never get over it. <laughs> it right, same. You will all be in the same boat if he if we're proven wrong. Yeah, like is that that's kind of what I went through in the first week when I was like, um, you know, do I want to? check optimism or, or just make it so so we're not in a place where like nine and three is some giant disappointment but then like within a week i was just like nah forget it like just <laughs> do dream big i don't care anymore <laughs> yeah i don't i don't think that we're going to be able to get to a place where we can do that you know that that we're that, that nine and three is a disappointment because that's going to be a great year uh, i'm telling you but like people will talk themselves into this you know where they're picking us eleven and one, and like the schedule's not that strong, and this and that. And then if we come out and we're nine and three, and like there will be disappointed parties. <laughs> That's where we're heading to. I feel like even like the disappointment that we have, it won't be like this past year where they had the lows of like the Boston College game. Kentucky's just kind of cakewalking all over us for the most part. It's not going to be like that much of a low. And here's the, like you just said something. Nine and three. But the Kentucky game matters. You know what I mean? What what if we win that game? You know what I'm saying? Like that'll that'll mean everything. Oh yeah, that like changes the, a lot of perspective. The performance in that game matters so much with how we perceive these seasons that you honestly can't even look at the wins and losses until you know what the result of that game was. And yeah, then I'll no, tell that's you. why I 100 percent hate the looking in a vacuum of the records. Sure. Like you got to see how the process. Like plays then I'll out. tell you if it was a disappointment or not. Yeah. I'm not worried about that game either. I think he's going to do just fine. <laughs> oh, game. I'm not even like I, I'm telling you. One of the reasons why I love this hire is because he always shows up for the big games, yeah. regardless. Like, are you worried about Notre Dame at all being here? I'm I, like worried how. Yes, I mean that'll be a really hard game. Worried sure. how? Worried how? Like, like there's no chance Louisville's going to win that game. Oh no! Oh, no, like, I, I don't think that. I don't oh, think no, that no, at no, all. No. Like, obviously, I think that they're the strongest team on our schedule, and it would yeah. be a massive upset if we beat them. But this is part of it. Like he shows up for top five, top ten matchups. That's what he does. I think that he'll be uber prepared for that game. And Notre Dame has always been in his orbit. Whether he was a recruit or like rumored for jobs later on, offensive coordinator positions, head coaches, whatever. Like he, they, he's always been in that orbit. And I think he wants to. And he shared a state with him for the last, you know, six years. No, he's I don't. Ready to I, take him I, down. I, if anything, I think one of the absolute best parts of this is his kind of established reputation for big games. Yeah, exactly. He's the uh, anti-Satterfield, man. He, yes. He shows up for these matchups. And, like, there isn't a bigger matchup for a, you know, a Catholic kid growing up in the, you know, in the Catholic school system in Louisville than a game against Notre Dame with your hometown team. He'll show up for that one. All right, that is going to do it for us. Back at it tomorrow on The Drive on the Thunderbolt.